The U.S. starts out the second group stage of the FIBA World Cup by beating Montenegro 85-73, and I believe this win confirms them into the quarterfinals because Lithuania also beat Greece, so both Lithuania and the U.S. are 4-0, and Montenegro and Greece are 2-2, so the U.S. is confirmed as top two in their group. They still have one more game against Lithuania on Sunday morning, and that game will no doubt be the biggest test. But this game was close for pretty much the entirety. It was pretty back and forth. Neither team really got a big lead, and it kind of felt like the U.S. was sleepwalking through this game. Kind of just cruising, not shooting super well, but never really worried that they couldn't turn it on in the end to be able to get the win. And that's what they did. The second half came, they outscored Montenegro in that third quarter pretty easily, 24 to 17. And then the fourth quarter outscored them 24 to 18. And that was after being down by one at halftime. And this game was truly a game of contrasting styles. You have the U.S. who's playing small, who wants to run and live in transition and then you have Montenegro who is much bigger stronger and wants to play in the half court and get second chance points and that is exactly what we saw 22 second chance points for Montenegro three for the U.S. 23 fast break points for the U.S. and 17 points off turnovers and you have two fast break points from Montenegro. Montenegro got 23 offensive rebounds to the U.S.'s eight. And that, that's a slight, slightly a, a worry, even though the U.S. were able to pull away in this game and they were able to dominate in transition. It's, it's still a worry that they're getting out-rebounded by that wide of a margin. And, you know, some of those offensive rebounds was Montenegro just airballing and then, you know, going straight to a Montenegro player. But the philosophy of Montenegro was just send guys to the rim. Vucevic... And there are other big guys going to the rim. And the ball will bounce their way a lot of times, especially with how strong their big guys were. And so other teams will try to exploit this same thing. You know, Jonas Valanciunas for Lithuania is going to try to do the same thing. Lithuania as a team is going to try to do the same thing. And so that that's the one worry that came out of this game. What's not really a worry is how poorly the U.S. shot. Like, it, it felt like the U.S., especially early on in that first half, were, were playing terrible. Like, they looked totally just discombobulated. Nobody could hit a shot. They were turning the ball over. But they were surviving with really good defense and turning Montenegro over a lot. I mean, nobody could hit a shot. It was like the only guy who could hit an outside shot was Tyrese Halliburton. The U.S. stayed with Josh Hart in the starting lineup, and Josh Hart's a great rebounder, but they're still too small. Like, Josh Hart's a great rebounder, but sometimes you just need a little more size. And so I thought early on they, they could have gone to, like, Bobby Portis for Josh Hart early, but they, they decided to stick with it, and, you know, it didn't go great. And we saw Walker Kessler in this game pretty early on, just to add some size, which he did, you know, he blocked a shot 
and but he where he struggled was offensively when you would catch the ball in the pick and roll he just didn't know what to do with it he would just kind of like throw it up at the rim a lot of times and so he wasn't great there because defensively he can stay on the court and it's just that off offensive decision making where he was struggling and that this is exactly why I wanted to see him so much in the exhibition games because at some point we knew this could happen and that we might need to use Walker Kessler and we did and offensively it just did not look good at all. The U.S. just survived in the first half by Brunson posting guys up. They established Jaron Jackson Jr. early in the post again, which is something that they've done like every game is just go to Jaron in the post early. And Halliburton did a great job of coming in. And I mean, he I think he easily was the best player in this game, at least on the U.S. side of pushing the pace. And you know that's how the U.S. stayed in the game. But Brandon Ingram, man, uh, c- coming off the bench, he just he does not know what to do with himself on the court he doesn't know where to be he doesn't know if he should be trying to take his guy one-on-one or if he should be passing the ball if he should be screening like he just doesn't know what to do out there and at this point i mean like he's he has had so much time to try to figure it out and at this point he's like not giving the team anything i would at this point rather have cam johnson out there who knows his role and and is just going to go out there and shoot threes, run in transition and and play defense. I think it's gotten that bad. And it's really disappointing because I thought Ingram was going to have a huge World Cup and it just hasn't happened at all. Again, it was the bench for the U.S. that was just so key. Halliburton, Austin Reeves, Paolo Bancaro. Those three are just so good off the bench, especially offensively. Austin Reeves didn't have a great shooting game in this one or offensive game, uh, even passing the ball. Some of his inside passes are super sketchy, but he did have one nice behind the back pass. And then he was just getting to the free throw line, which was huge because U.S. was struggling to score in other ways. So him getting to the free throw line was big. He was getting offensive rebounds. And then you have Paolo and Halliburton. That duo is so fun. Paolo was catching an oop from Halley, and then he was going behind the back while driving at a guy, like without dribbling behind the back. So the bench unit is really where all the, the fun comes from. And when the starting unit is out there, it can be a struggle at times and, and be a little bit of a, a more boring game, I would say. With Montenegro taking that one-point lead into halftime, Ant came out in that third quarter and said, I'm going to try to take over this game. And to some extent, he was successful. Uh, He came out, made a few buckets, missed a few, but he also was really good on the defensive end, and the U.S. as a whole was really good forcing turnovers and getting out in transition. I thought Josh Hart was playing great defense in that third quarter in the post, especially. You had Austin Reeves playing great defense in the post. And then finally, it didn't feel like much changed in the third quarter other than just a few more shots started to go down for the U.S. I feel like this game was just it just wasn't the most exciting game because the U.S. wasn't playing well. 
but they were still like ahead or like just barely behind. And so it always just felt like at some point they were going to flip the switch or just make enough shots to win. And that's exactly what happened. It was just like they were coasting for two and a half quarters and then, okay, now we'll, you know, turn it up a little bit. And then in the fourth, we'll turn it up a little bit, but not enough to make it really, you know, exciting basketball. Just like we'll make enough shots, play enough defense, force enough turnovers to get by. And now if they were playing a better team, it might not have been enough to get by. You need Anthony Edwards to be able to hit his outside shots. You need Austin Reeves to be able to hit his outside shots. You need Mikkel Bridges to be able to hit some shots. I feel like this was just not a game that I wanted to be up at, you know, three in the morning watching. It was not an exciting game. And I, I feel like I figured out what a lot of FIBA basketball games are like. They're like college games, except the players are smarter and better with their like fundamentals. And what I mean by that is people watch college basketball, not because, you know, these guys, it's the most talented basketball players, because then you just watch the NBA or you would watch, you know, other professional basketball leagues, but they watch it because it's guys who are talented, but who aren't great decision makers. So crazy stuff happens. And I feel like in FIBA basketball, you kind of get the same thing where guys are talented, but just kind of playing fundamental basketball, but then they're smarter. So not the, the crazy things don't happen because, you know, they're professionals. The U.S. ended the game shooting about 67% from the free throw line, 26% from the three-point line, and then 57% on twos. And so you have to expect those numbers to go up. But I think it showed that, you know, the U.S. has its vulnerabilities in this tournament and that on a bad shooting day, they can be beat for sure. Now, this wasn't an elimination game. So maybe that had something to do with it being like a kind of a less exciting, less explosive game. But I am looking forward to the game against Lithuania, even though it doesn't, uh, it's also not an elimination game and it just has to do with seeding in that game. But I think it's good for the U.S. to get their biggest test in, in World Cup play and not just exhibition games. But the U.S. is still easily the favorite to win this tournament. You had people saying, you know, after Canada's performances, oh, is Canada the favorite now? No, they're not. They just lost to Brazil. Uh, Spain lost to uh, Latvia. So you have some pretty good teams going down, uh, not getting eliminated, but um, losing there. And now they have to play each other, Spain and Canada. You know, France lost, obviously, already and is out. So there are some good teams getting eliminated early. So, you know, it can happen. And so that's why it's good. The U.S. isn't, you know, taking things for granted. They're, they're getting the job done even against, you know, the, the worst opponents and getting the job done even against, you know, a solid Montenegro side. Anyways, that is it for this episode. I will be back on Sunday to recap that game against Lithuania. So I will see you guys then. Peace.